and welcome to the WWE versus AEW podcast. This is your 2021 Royal Rumble review, recap and results podcast. Oh, am I tired after today and last night? Flipping it. Big stories coming out of the Royal Rumble. Edge. Edge returned last night and won the Royal Rumble after his year-long story where he returned last year. We had Bianca Belair. She won the Women's Royal Rumble. But another story that led from last year when I think she had she tied for the most eliminations last year with Rhea Ripley, which also played into it. And then the other big story on the show... Drew McIntyre in the opening match retained against Goldberg. So yeah, how is everyone doing? That was a it was it was a long show last night. I can't remember the last time where I've really I don't know, we've not had a long WWE show during this pandemic, have we? They've mostly been like two and a half, two two hours forty-five minutes, but that last night, that was a it was a long show, weren't it? I think we started the pre-show started at eleven o'clock over here, but by the time by the time we'd finished, I think we was looking at 4am. I think I'm sure it was something like 4am over here. But yeah, so I am, if I look a little bit tired, if I sound a little bit tired, it's probably because I'm a little bit tired. I mean, I the show finished about quarter to four over here. And obviously you're on a bit of a high. It's the Royal Rumble match, one of the biggest matches of the year. So I was scanning through Twitter last night, reading everyone's takes on it, posting my own takes on it, trying to tag Edge, congratulating him on his Royal Rumble victory. Thought I can't find Edge. Strange. Went on my other Twitter account. There he is. Searched him. Edge has blocked us. If you're listening, Edge, I don't know why you've blocked us. I've never tweeted anything negative about you. So, yeah, Edge has got us blocked. I'm sure many other people have. But, hey, you're bound to get blocked if you give an opinion on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, so those are the big stories. Edge, Bianca Belair, Drew beating Goldberg. We also had, which we're going to get into later on the show, Roman Reigns retaining the Universal title. Um, again, that great, I thought, great match against Kevin Owens. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, we are live on Twitch, Periscope, YouTube. Um, also, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry. We're mainly concentrating on video, but... Probably our biggest following is probably on Apple Podcasts. We do get a big percentage of our listeners on that. Um, as you can see, I'm on my own. Um, Tebs was meant to join us, but um, I hope everything's okay with Tebs. But yeah, flipping heck. We need, we're going to have to get into things. But I just want to say, if you're listening to the show, if you're watching the video, I just want to say thanks. Like the video. Subscribe. Speaking of subscribing, big um, big milestone, really, I guess. Um, we hit 1,000 YouTube subscribers um, over the weekend, so yeah, big thank you to everyone who has subscribed, everyone who continues to watch the videos, obviously, we're mainly on podcasting, I've only really made this switch really onto video podcast in the last month or so, so it is early days with that, um, got the background sorted, so at least we've got a nice little visual, um, but yeah, so keep keep watching the videos, but I understand if sometimes you don't have a chance to watch the videos, you're just going to listen to the audio format of that, so we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and pretty much everywhere where you can find your podcast. So yeah, if anyone's got any comments, um, leave them in the chat. I did leave them um, on Twitter to all the people watching on Periscope. Um, I did leave some tweets saying, yeah, comment in the chat, on, on the link in the chat below, and then I can read out and I can get it across the bottom of your comments. But a lot of people did um, just reply to the tweet. So next time, just try and comment in the actual YouTube chat. I mean, we do have a couple of comments. I've got... Um, Neil Allen, Neil Allen, glad they gave 
um, young upstart Edge a chance to main event WrestleMania. So, I'm going to get to Neil's comment in a second. I'm just saying we're not actually live on Periscope, so I've just edited that. I thought there's not many people listening to the show. We are now live on Periscope, so hello to everyone who's joined us on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, Neil Allen, glad they gave young upstart Edge a chance to main event WrestleMania. Oh, Neil, come on, mate. Come on, it was a beautiful moment. At four o'clock this morning after ten coffees. What a great moment. I'm so, I was so glad for Edge, then I realised he had us blocked on Twitter. So, yeah, no, I'm only joking, yeah. I mean, I know Edge, obviously Edge does play into it, but Edge, he's been out for now, what? He's been out, he was out for, what was it, nine years, ten years? So, come on. We're, we're not bothered about that. It's not like it's a Goldberg who's winning the Royal Rumble. It's Edge. A lot of people were positive about that. Um, but, yeah. Had to be you, Neil, didn't it? Um, yeah, so hello to everyone on Twitter. If you've got any comments, as I was saying before we went live on Twitter, if you've got any comments, um, just leave them in the chat on YouTube. Um, a lot of people have uh, just commented on the actual tweets. But, yeah, get get them into get them into the YouTube chat and I will click them across the bottom like young Neil's comment um, below. So, yeah, some big news that actually just broke before we get into the Royal Rumble that I do want to talk about. Um, I mean, last week, I think it was Meltzer, he broke that, obviously, with WrestleMania being two days, they, they need to sell 25,000 tickets on each day, which isn't going to be easy. It isn't going to be easy to do that. With a lot, you might have people who are, you know what I mean, they don't want to go out during the middle of a pandemic. They might, people just don't want to be around a big chunk of, I mean, look at AEW. AEW, they're only running 1,000, the building to 1,000, and they're, they're not selling out most weeks at Dynamite. Well, that's 1,000. That's in Florida. So if you really wanted to go and watch wrestling in Florida, um, you could have done that. You could have gone to AEW. So they are going to struggle to sell the 25,000, in my opinion, unless they do get some big matches and some big names on the card. Um, so it was, Meltzer has said that it was supposed to be Cena, Goldberg with certainties for the show. They would potentially be trying to get The Undertaker on. The, I can't even say that. The Undertaker on the show. Stay on your bike up there, mate. Come on. You, you had a great retirement last year. You had that classic, classic boneyard match with AJ Styles. But, do you know what I mean? Maybe he, he had that. He had the retirement at Survivor Series. I didn't sit through all that for you to come out at WrestleMania. But, it happens every year, doesn't it? Vince asks the questions and Undertaker usually follows. But, yeah, the story is that John Cena has said that he will not be at WrestleMania 37. Cena will not be on the show. Um, he is doing some recording in Canada and is, he said, mathematically unavailable. I'm not sure it's mathematical, but, as Neil said, but, hey, um, John Cena is not going to be on WrestleMania 37, which is, you know, looking back, really, he didn't actually wrestle in a match last year unless you class the Firefly Fun, not Firefly, was it Fly, Firefly Funhouse match last year? Yeah, I think it was. So, uh, you wouldn't class that as a wrestling match. He also wasn't on... WrestleMania 35, he didn't wrestle at that show, he just came out and interrupted Elias. The year before, he wrestled The Undertaker in what, a two-minute match? So really, the year before that, WrestleMania 33, he was in that tag team match with his then-fiance, um, Nikki Bella. So really, you've got to go back. He wasn't at 32 either, so really, <laughs> WrestleMania 31, which was a long time ago, a long, long time ago, um, I didn't have a child then, and now she's turning five. So, yeah, a long time ago, the last proper match John Cena actually had at a WrestleMania was at Levi Stadium for WrestleMania 31. So, they can do the show without him, but I do think they would have wanted to have Cena on 
this show. So yeah, unfortunately, Cena will not be at, at WrestleMania unless they pull out a surprise or something. Unless they're trying to swerve us, which is possible. Um, but yeah, that throws my idea of having him face Drew out of um, the window. So yeah, what did everyone think of the Rumble? I mean, my overall thoughts on the show. I mean, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people have been saying that this was one of the all-time great Royal Rumble pay-per-views. Myself, I thought it was good. It was good. I don't really want to get carried away and call it one of the greatest Rumble pay-per-views of all time. So I didn't I didn't think it was quite on that level. I mean, I threw a tweet out mid-show last night. What is the rewatch value of these WWE pay-per-views and any wrestling pay-per-views at the moment going to be in five years' time? Are we going to feel like, in five years' time, like this week, I've been watching, I watched the 92 Rumble, the 2001 Rumble, the 2002 Rumble, just chucking them on. In five years' time, are we going to want to do that for this Royal Rumble? Are we, in five years' time, are we going to think, right, let's throw back to those great times, those horrible times of the pandemic, and let's watch a Royal Rumble with no reactions in front of the Thunderdome. Like, now, we're just clinging on to everything we can get. Do you know what I mean? Times aren't great at the moment. There's not any sports, really, with fans in, especially over in the UK. So, are we going to want to throw on the 2021 Royal Rumble? I'm not quite so sure. So I wouldn't say it was one of the greatest rumbles of all time. For partly for that reason, but the Royal Rumble matches were good. I do think that people's judgment may have been affected by the endings to each match. I think the endings of both matches were really, really strong. Something that WWE have struggled with the endings of Rumble matches in years gone by. Obviously, last year's was good, but before that, we did have those years of. The Daniel Bryan Rumbles. Well, they weren't the Bryan Rumbles. I think that was the problem. Then we had the Roman Reigns um, Triple H Rumble. That wasn't really the greatest ending either. Um, so, yeah, I do think... It is good. It is good. I will give them credit. It's good now that I can sit here and I can say to you, look, the Royal Rumble pay-per-view was good. Because in years gone by, it was just... They just really dropped the ball with a lot of these Rumble pay-per-views. It was, how are they going to fuck the fans this year? Whereas now, they're sort of restoring a bit of faith. Um, with stuff like that. Um, Rumble. I don't know. How are they gonna fuck clue the what year? happened Is then. No idea what happened then. Anyway. Completely thrown me off there. So yeah, I did think it was a good Rumble, but you, the people who follow us on Twitter, thanks to our 18,500 um, followers, I put I just threw a tweet out before, and it was, um, what did you think of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view? You can either go with a 0 to 2, 2 to 3, Three to four or four to five. That sounded really confusing. It's saying out loud. But 6.7% of you have said this was below a two out of five. So say two stars. Below two stars. You hated this rumble. 6.7%. Further 6.7% said two to three. 31% of you said three to four. I think that's where I'd fall on this. And a whopping over half of you, 55% of you, have said this was a four to five star Royal Rumble pay-per-view. So basically you're saying you thought it was excellent. I wouldn't quite go that far, but I do think that it was good. I do think um, that it it was good. Um, match of the night. In terms of match of the night, um, I was actually quite surprised at that as well. Um, the match of the night was not for me. It was Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens. I loved that match a lot more than a lot of people seem to love that match. I think the ending might have played a part in that. But the winner is actually the men's rumble with 36%. The women's rumble in second with 34%. Um, and Roman Kevin Owens was twenty seven percent, so it was, you know, it was, it was pretty close. Um, but yeah, so I, I did love that Roman Reigns Kevin Owens match. So let let me just get into it. Let me get into my morning. So I stayed up last night, yeah, 
till half past four. And I don't know, some of you might have seen the video on Twitter. So at eight o'clock this morning, right, I was going to go to work about 10. I'm self-employed, so I can start basically when I want. Eight o'clock this morning, the building around about, like outside my flat. Normally I'm up and gone. By 8 a.m. I'm gone, so I never hear them. So it's half four. I have three and a half hours sleep. And all I hear is, I was like, whoa, what's going on here? The flat shaking. I wondered what was going on. Is there an earthquake here in sunny Preston? No, the builders were at it. 8 a.m. I was just like, oh no, I'm not getting back to sleep. I'm not getting back to sleep. So for the next 45 minutes, I dozed in and out of sleep. Every two minutes, you know, it's horrible, isn't it, when you're getting woken up every two minutes, the flat shaking, I was like, oh, no, I've got to go and win the clean in, like, two-degree weather outside, I've got to come back, I've got to record this podcast for you fine people, I thought this is going to be a long day on four hours sleep, I'm on about my, I've had about four or five coffees today, um, but actually my drink of choice, I always, like, show all the listeners what drink I'm having, good choice today, vanilla, Coke, vanilla Coke, no added sugar. I'm going to have a drink of this, by the way, because I'm fading away. But this is a really nice drink. Maybe not as good as the Mountain Dew I was on last night, but... Oh, it's good, that. Very good. Very good. I'm glad I've got another seven cans off camera. Um, But yeah, so that was my day. Absolutely shattered. And then, and then, got my little girl some trains, right? And she's one of them, she what? she's four, she won't... You might have seen the video the other night, but she... She wants throw. I don't know what this has got to do with the Royal Rumble, but hey, it's my podcast. I can talk about what I want. She always wants like frozen shoes or Disney princess shoes. Or, and I just thought, you know what? I've seen these shoes and I thought, I love them. They'd look proper smart with the leggings. So took them around to her mum's house. And mum's like, oh, they're horrible. I thought, it's true. Oh, she's not going to want to wear them. I mean, I was like, I'm not trying them on. I was like, Three and a half hours sleep, having spent 50 quid to be told the trainers you've been looking at all day thinking, yes, they're nice. To be told that you're not even going to try them on. I was just like, oh, no. I'll, I'll, put, I'll show them you at the end of the show. But, hey, that's what being a dad's about. Thinking you've done something right and it's completely, completely not. But, hey, such is life, right? <laughs> Let's get into the Royal Rumble. I've ran through my day. Let's get into it. Here is your WWE Royal, it stayed on, it stayed on that screen. If it makes it till the end of the podcast, it's done very well. Um, but yeah, here's your WWE Royal Rumble 2021 review. Um, so the show, the pre-show itself opened. Um, it just shows all the video packages, doesn't it? Um, but the pre-show match was Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler facing Charlotte and Oscar for the Women's Tag Team Championships. A rematch from the TLC match. Um, where Oscar and Charlotte took the titles, and there wasn't really much to talk about this match. It, it was all right, and the finish came when it was Ric Flair's music hit, down comes Lacey Evans, brass knuck shot, how the ref missed it was just a bit, it was a bit, it was a bit, it was a bit crap, really, to be honest with you, um, and yeah, Nia hits the leg, leg drop and gets the win, one, two, three, and Nia and Shayna are your two-time women's tag team champions. It was it was about a two-star match. It was nothing to go out your way to see. To be honest, it was probably a good thing, sorry, that it wasn't actually on the main show. Now, the, the one take I did have from this was, they're not going to do Charlotte versus Lacey at WrestleMania, are they? I mean, they always seem to try, they always have times where they seem to, like, push Lacey, don't they? They proper pushed her after WrestleMania 35 in, um... That little feud with Becky Lynch, if you remember. And then they tried again 
around the Royal Rumble. Was it last year? They turned a babyface, didn't they? And I feel like she was in the title match with Bailey at last year's Royal Rumble. That didn't really. Yeah, it was when it Bailey was. Um, the storyline was Bailey was like mocking a daughter or something like that. So that didn't really cut it either. So maybe they're having a third goal. They've paired her with Ric Flair, so they really are trying. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did Charlotte versus Lacey Evans at WrestleMania. But I don't know. Is that really a WrestleMania worthy match? I mean. I suppose that could be Charlotte's job. She's always in the title matches, so maybe this year they're going to do it to try and get someone over. But I just don't see Lacey Evans getting over long-term. I don't think she she's on that tier below the top female wrestlers, and I can't really see her getting any higher. But by the looks of it... I mean, there's two pay-per-views. There's Elimination Chamber and Fastlane to come, so maybe they'll do it on one... They'll probably do it on Raw tonight, won't they? I'm putting all this thought into it, and they'll probably just do it on Raw. Um, so, yeah, that was your pre-show. And then, as you might have seen on my Twitter last night, I'm not a big snacks person. I've been eating pretty healthy during lockdown. And last night, I just thought, you know what? Got the Ben and Jerry's. Got oh, the cookie dough Ben and Jerry's was amazing. Big bag of Skittles. I'm vegetarian, so I don't really get to eat many sweets because of the gelatin. But Skittles, no gelatin in that. So, big bag of Skittles. I was smashed. I was off my face, off those Skittles. Flying about the flat. Um, and at about... Two cinnamon bun lattes just before midnight. So, yeah, my head was falling off. Big bag of barbecue hula hoops. They went down a treat as well. And so, yeah, so let's get into the main show. And the show, now, everyone's fear. I was I was thought oh, Twitter is going to be in bits when they see that Goldberg and Drew McIntyre are opening the pay-per-view. I, I, I was went straight on Twitter and people were like, oh, maybe they're giving Goldberg time to recover to enter the Royal Rumble and win it. And I thought, nah, they're not going to have Goldberg win the Rumble. And they didn't, they didn't, they didn't. But yeah, so Goldberg, it was a nice little tease to have it open the show. It felt like a big match to be opening the show. Um, and yeah, I'll be honest with you. Although like people will be like, oh, it's not going to be a great match, which it wasn't, by the way. It felt, it had the big match feel, which is hard to get in the non-crowd environment. It did have the big match feel. I was dead into this thinking, right, the road to WrestleMania starts. We're going to know who's going to be champion going into WrestleMania. Let's go. And they get straight at it from the start. A Glasgow kiss to Goldberg from Drew before the bell rings even. I'm thinking, oh, what's going on here? Um, Drew hits the spear to Goldberg. They go fighting on the outside. A spear through the barricade. It sort of brought back memories of the Goldberg-Lesnar match at WrestleMania all those years ago. Um, it wasn't quite on that level. But it was it was all action. It was spear, spear, spear. I think, I think Drew kicked out of two spears. And a jackhammer, he kicked, I don't, has anyone kicked out the jackhammer yet? Maybe not. Um, he kicked out the jackhammer, he's up, Claymore, Spear, and yeah, that's it. Drew McIntyre beat Bill Goldberg clean in 2 minutes and 36 seconds. Um, and it's all it's going to be, it's all that Goldberg needs to do. He's having these two or three appearances throughout the year. I know people are like, oh, these part-timers coming back, and I had a spell where I was like that. But that was 10 years ago. I've just got used to it now. If Goldberg wants to come back twice a year, give us a match where... I think because that many people didn't want him to win the title so passionately, it makes it exciting. Whereas if the Royal Rumble isn't about the title matches usually, they're just filler. I mean, someone was talking to me last night about how the other year it was... What was it? Kane, Braun Strowman... And was it Roman? Was it Lesnar in a triple threat match? The Royal Rumble recently has just been filler title match. So I have no problem with doing a Goldberg-Brock Lesnar big... A Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre big 
feel title match on the show. I told you that that would not last. I knew it wouldn't last. I even tested it before, right? And it actually lasted. Watch the Firestick May stream will come on here. I did try. I did try. But hey, it's gone. TV's going off. This happens every show. Every show that seems to happen. TV's off. TV's off. All that trouble to get the logo up. Um, but yeah, I don't have a problem with him doing it every now and again. I really don't. Do you know what? I'm going to move the camera so we are a little bit more... Well, whatever. I don't have a problem with him doing that. Do you know what I mean? It was... I enjoyed it. I thought it was worth... I actually thought there was a big chance of a title change where sometimes we don't actually get the feel that there might be a title change um, on these Royal Rumble shows. So, yeah, that was good. It was good. I went three stars on it. It did its job. It was exciting. It gave Drew a big win over... Let's be honest, a big star. So, yeah, did its job. It got Drew over heading into WrestleMania. I thought this was perfect. Um, for a two, minute 30, two minutes, 30 seconds, yeah, and you've got Drew over even more than he already was. Um, I believe next we had... What did we have next? We had the... Oh, oh, I can't do it. What was it? The bunny song or whatever with Booker T, mate. Oh, absolute... <laughs> I was looking forward to this all day. See, I don't actually mind the song as much as other people, right? But I was like, Tebs, who unfortunately ate on the show. I, can't, I don't know if Tebs is a big, like, rap fan or whatever. I've been on a few runs this weekend. Actually, did my knee in on one of the runs yet. But I thought this was, I thought it's all right. It'll do. But I, thought, I can't imagine wrestling fans are more into, I don't want to stereotype, more into, you know, like Slipknot, Limp Biscuit, as am I. But... <laughs> This comes out, Booker T just stood there like that. I thought he is trying his best not to laugh. But yeah, this was great. I enjoyed it. It was that, not bad, but it was that. I'll remember it, put it that way. So yeah, the song is stuck in my head. Now, I really want to play it for you, but I can't be bothered getting a copyright next to um, ne next to this video and having to edit it all. So unfortunately, I can't play that song. I'll shove it on the Apple Podcast version. So that can open up the show on Apple Podcast because that is... Yeah, um, so yeah, we've got a few comments in uh, the chat. Hello. Um, yeah, I'm not even I'm not even gonna read um, the name I case I've done off. But hello, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into the show. Um, we've had another comment from Claw. Triple H ran the show according to Ringside News. I mean, interesting, interesting. I mean, Vince Vince's um, brother passed away, didn't he? What a week ago was it? A week ago or something? So maybe, yeah, maybe Triple H was in charge. Ringside News aren't always accurate, but it, it, the, the show was good. It was a good show, weren't it? So if that's a sign of things to come, then um, then great. Then great, yeah, Triple H. Vince, Vince backstage. Vince backstage, we might have had Goldberg win the Rumble. Who knows? Thanks for that comment, um, Claw. Um, so, yeah, let's get into the next match. It was the SmackDown women's title. It was Sasha Banks defending against Carmella with Reggie at ringside. Um, these two had a really good match at TLC. Probably the best match of Carmella's career. I really, really was a big fan um, of the match at TLC. And this match, it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good. It was fine. It's probably around that two and a half, two and three quarter star level. Um, but it was it, it was a fine title match um, for what it was. But I'd say not as good as TLC. Carmella almost killed herself. If you remember the Lita Trish Strat spot on Raw back in what 2003, 2004, where Lita like lands on the neck outside the ring. You could actually visually see Sasha asking if she was okay. But she got on with it and entered the Rumble. So I'm hoping she was all right. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. A few super kicks and then 
quick transition and Sasha taps Carmella with a bank statement. And so that's Sasha with two clean wins over um, Carmella on pay-per-view. So you'd think Carmella's moving out of the way as we head towards WrestleMania. And yeah, maybe Carmella might be in the women's um, battle royal that they do at WrestleMania. Not the fabulous Moolah May Young battle royal, whichever one they was calling it. Um, we have a backstage segment with New Day and Sami, Sami Zayn. Basically, the New Day talking about being wrestling gods. It, there was nothing going on scene really here. I mean, they had the Brody Lee um, tribute gear on, which was great. Speaking of Brody Lee tribute, right? I ordered Brody Lee shirt on what would have been January, January the 2nd, January 3rd. Still not arrived. Still waiting for that shirt to arrive so I can wear it on the show. And it was the black and purple one, you know, that the books had on that tribute show. So, yeah. Hopefully, AEW can get the shirt sent to me, right? So, the, after this, it was the Women's Royal Rumble, which I am going to get into. But, ever the professional, I am going to have another sip of Coke. Because it's hard doing it on your own, I'm telling you. Doing a live pod, solo podcast is hard work. How that some of these lads do two and a half, two hours, I really don't know. Oh, it's really good, that Coke with vanilla. You think maybe it being like no added sugar? that it wouldn't actually be as good. Free advertising for Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Women's Royal Rumble. Now, this was, I myself, I had a free bet on William Hill. I had five and free bet in my account. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to shove it on Bailey at 10 to 1. I thought, I, fa I fancied Bailey. She comes out first, and I was like, well, that was a waste of a £5 free bet. Um, so yeah, so the it opens up with Bailey and the returning Naomi. Uh, Bianca's in at number three, and I thought, oh, that's a decent start. And these three did really start well together. Um, some nice stuff in the opening minutes. Um, but I was thinking, I was thought maybe Bailey and Bianca will go all the way as the final two, maybe. Um, but instead, that was left for Edge and Orton later on in the night. Um, but then after after those three opening, it sort of went a bit downhill. We had Billy Kay like taking over for like five or ten minutes, where she's going up with the eight by tens, trying to get everyone. Um, she gets turned down by Shotzi Blackheart. He fires something at her. Tony Storm basically blanks her. And then Gillian Hall comes out. And yeah, Gillian Billy is formed. So those two, like, sort of just, I don't even know, would you call it run wild or whatever? Um, yeah, and then it picked up. Victoria came. Victoria, I'm the lady to mess with. Hit on the thing. And I was like, yeah, that's nice to see um, Victoria back. Everyone loves a nice little return. Um, in a Royal Rumble, so Victoria, she did all right as well. I once um, saw Victoria when I was at WrestleMania 31. We was in the Holiday Inn in San Jose at the bar, me and me mate. And we was like, oh, that's Victoria over there. So my mate, as you do, shout something to me. And she was really nice, to be fair, really nice. Spoke to her for a couple of minutes. She was probably thinking, why are these fucking wrestling fans coming up to me, bugging me at the bar? But hey, it was a hot day. We'd had pints and many. Um, but yeah. We get Peyton Royce out. I tweeted out. I know you're not meant to comment on the way women look in 2021, apparently. But, hey, Sean Spears, you might not be doing that well in AW, but you, my friend, are one lucky, lucky man. Dear me. Um, we get Rhea Ripley out at number 14, followed by Charlotte at number 15, which I did like that these two followed. I thought, yes, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, the way to go to WrestleMania. After it, I was thinking, oh, are they going to do it? I, I think... I go back to all the Royal Rumbles, and you thought I thought maybe Rhea Ripley and Charlotte would have had like the head-to-head -head in the middle of the ring, which didn't really seem to happen, unless I'm forgotten about something. But I thought that after last year, the story was Rhea. She was excited to perform at WrestleMania in front of what sixty thousand people. They had all them shots of it in Raymond James Stadium, 
and she lost inside an empty warehouse. So the chant, what you can do this year is the redemption story. She has a, goes on to have a horrible year. I thought they're going to have a win the Royal Rumble. Somehow Charlotte will get that belt on her probably at Elimination Chamber. We'll have Rhea versus Charlotte in front of 60,000 people at Raymond James Stadium. And it's just the redemption story, isn't it? Perfect, happy ending, but whether they'll do that, um, we'll see. We have Tori Wilson out. Um, we've got Lacey Evans out, who maybe, really, if Charlotte doesn't face Rhea, which I'm hoping she does, maybe she'll, like we alluded to at the start of the show, maybe she will be facing Lacey Evans. I don't really want to see that. Lacey gets in the ring and just has a back to Charlotte and gets attacked. And I thought, what a geek you look, just getting beaten down like that. Um, and then... I see my free £5 disappear as Bailey is eliminated. Bailey, who's been the highlight of the women's division for months now. I thought, did Bailey just get eliminated? Nothing. Commentators don't mention anything. Cameras don't show anything. She stood on the outside like this. I'm stood on my in my front room like, whoa, I've just lost me five and three bet. 30 seconds later, Lawler's like, oh no, my pick Bailey's been eliminated. I was like, yeah, cheers, pal. Um, but yeah, so they missed Bailey getting eliminated. WWE with his great production somehow managed to miss that. Um, now this is where the rumble sort of went downhill. Did we get Alicia Fox out? Thought maybe we was gonna get a one-on-one -on -one with Ronda Rousey's husband, um, but no. Instead, she is interrupted by our truth. The twenty-four-seven jobbers. Fox pins our truth and is your new 24-7 champion. I think she gets eliminated before this. God knows. I tell you what, at 2 in the morning, it is a big job taking notes. So my notes are pretty much blurred on this. I wasn't expecting to be doing it solo either, which added another spanner in the works. But, um, yeah, Nikki Cross, she gets eliminated. I've seen people saying, oh, Nikki Cross. Do you know what I mean? Get her in the rumble. She's eliminated by Carmella like an absolute geek. Um, Carmella gets thrown out. Reggie catches her. But she's about, he's about to get kicked by Tamina, and he just drops her. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll... Maybe they're breaking up. WWE love breaking people up. The star of the match, really, was Bianca Belair. Um, she was getting eliminated so many times. Her look to be... Kept finding innovative ways to get back in. Um, and her and Naomi have a great spot where they sort of... Naomi... Does she land on her back? And then they sort of... Is it Bianca? And then they use Bianca's hair to get back into the ring. And we get Lana out. Now, I watched a Royal Rumble, yeah this week and it didn't count because they took themselves out over the top rope i think it was in the 1992 royal rumble they eliminated themselves so i'm pretty sure naya just runs lana bends down the top rope and naya flies over it so is that technically lana eliminating i suppose it is but she didn't actually make contact with her so for me i was thinking that ain't an elimination and i just thought all those weeks all those weeks of poor lana going through that table yeah i'm thinking Oh, every, oh, what's the payoff going to be? What's the payoff going to be? She stands alone at Survivor Series, which meant nothing. She disappears for weeks, and she gets a, a fluke elimination of, of night that was it. Hopefully I'm wrong. Two nights of WrestleMania. Why don't we have Nia versus Lana at WrestleMania? Two-minute match or something. Um, Maybe, maybe not. Do people want to see that? Do you want to see Lana versus Nia Jax? At WrestleMania, I just heard that out loud. It didn't sound as good out loud as it did in my head. Um, but hey, so that's it. Um, we get Alexa Bliss, number 27. And 27 seems to be a number people win from. I thought, yeah, Bliss might be winning this. But no, all this build, main event in Raw. Millions of views for her videos on YouTube. Rhea Ripley just dumps her out. I was like, 
Okay then. So yeah, she gets dumped. And that's it. So yeah, I, nothing. No supernatural powers to get her back in. I thought maybe they'd have her come down as three different personas a la Mick Foley. No, nothing. Nothing. She just gets eliminated. That's it. So it, I liked it in aspects because it's like, oh, it's good that like, it looks good for Rhea Ripley. She, Oscar looks like a goon when she's selling for it. So for Rhea Ripley not to have to sell for Alexa just dumping her out was a bit like, hmm. But I sort of read it of, are they going to get rid of this persona for Alexa Bliss? It's just a bit, the build going into the Rumble has been centred around Alexa. So she'll probably win the title off Oscar tonight, won't she? Um... But yeah, so that's Alexa Bliss out. Me and Tebs, all that thought me and Tebs did on the preview. Should go and check that out, by the way. I was happy with that. One and a half thousand views on Periscope. I don't know how that works, but that was quite a lot of views. So yeah, quite happy with that. Um, but yeah, all that thought we did on the preview show last week. And yeah, Alexa just gets thrown out. I don't know why we even bothered. Final three. Now, actually, no, I'm going to talk about this. Number 30 was Natalia. Natalia faced Tamina the night on Saturday night on backstage. I did watch the first 20 minutes, but I shoved Lakers against Celtics on instead. Um, but, so Natalia comes out at number 30 in the room. It was, oh, all day was, oh, is Ronda going to attack her from behind? Is something going to happen? Natalia gets beaten down before entering the ring, and I thought, is Ronda coming out? Is someone coming out? The little bastards just teased us. They just teased us for no reason. No payoff. And it was the biggest anti-climax ever. As Natalia gets in the ring, a few minutes later, she's eliminated. So all that for nothing. No Ronda, no nothing. Okay. We're left. Now, the match before this wasn't great. This is where it picks up. We're left with Rhea, Bianca, and Charlotte. The two, two people people wanted to win and Charlotte, the one who always seems to come out smiling. They both get rid of Charlotte. I thought the crowd, if this was in front of like a big stadium, Rhea and Bianca eliminating Charlotte, that building would be buzzing. But we didn't get that. And instead, Charlotte's laughing. I'm thinking, you've just been eliminated from the Royal Rumble. Yeah. We know you take all this seriously. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I, I, I just didn't get it. I, did, I didn't get it at all. Um... See, I would have preferred Rhea to eliminate Charlotte. Because even if they're not facing at Mania, Rhea gets some like, comeuppance on Charlotte, doesn't she? But instead, she it was Rhea and Bianca. Um, Bianca's wooing at her, which was the weirdest woo ever. Sounded like, I don't know, like a 14-year-old dog trying to woo. Um, but they're both sat on the edge of the ring. And I'm thinking, right, come on, get out of it, get out of it. But Rhea's just like... Come on, let's go back in the ring, which was a bit of a strange spot. But from then on, we get a really nice finishing sequence. I genuinely had no idea who was going to win. Um, it was it reminded me a bit of Cena Batista from 2005 without Vince pulling his quads, where it's two people you feel like the main event scene on the women's side needs to... It needs to be refreshed. It needs some... It just needs something, done. not it? Something injected into it. And you feel like Rhea and Bianca... They're the two that are going to do it. So it was great to see them two getting the moment in the Royal Rumble against each other. Reminded me of Cena Batista. They went with Bianca. Personally, I would have gone with the Rhea story. Bianca's been on the main roster for a year. She got a big win over Bailey. I thought if I'd have booked it, I'd have had Rhea win the Rumble. Bianca can win an Elimination Chamber match. But they went with Bianca. Everyone was happy with it. It was a good choice. Bianca's great, isn't she? Um, her and Sasha. Hopefully, Sasha are going to have a great match at WrestleMania. And um, they cut... Bianca cut a really good promo. She's crying. She's in tears. Uh, it felt like a really genuine promo after the Rumble match. And I thought, yeah, really well done. Um, the last five minutes, the match more than made up for the not-so-great 
say, 40 minutes that came before it. Um, but yeah, as I say, really good finishing stretch between two stars. And Rhea, Rhea looks great. Hopefully, she's out on Raw tonight. And I don't know. Maybe she'll bring a partner from NXT and face Charlotte and someone else. I don't know. But either way, I really want to see Rhea on the main roster now. She's wasted too much time in NXT this past year. She should have been called up in the summer. Um, so predictions-wise, I'm probably going for WrestleMania. We've got I, I, Bianca Sasha's going to happen. So Bianca Sasha... I'm going to go with Charlotte Rhea, but part of me is telling me they might do Charlotte v. Lacey. Hopefully they don't. But who does that leave Oscar? I think, I'm going to be honest with you, people might not be happy. I think Oscar's going to be a victim again, where I think she'll lose the title on the road to Mania, probably to Charlotte. And I think we're going to get Charlotte versus Rhea or Charlotte versus Lacey for the women's title. So, unfortunately, I think, I don't see, I don't think they've got much for Oscar going forward. Um, yeah. So, the Women's Royal Rumble, there was a lot of negatives, but the big positive at the end of it that we'll remember was you made two people at the end of it. So, you've got to say well done to him for that. Um, Next. Now, next, we had, like... Was it after this match or not? At one point, it, maybe it was after this match, where Rosenberg won the 24-7 uh, title. There was, like, a 20-minute stretch with nothing going on. We had, like, the Miz and Morrison. Another thing I didn't speak about in the opening match, the whole build for Goldberg against Drew McIntyre... The whole build was centered around the Miz cashing in the money in the bank. He even said he was going to cash in the money in the bank after the match. The whole build for Goldberg Drew was ruined by the Miz getting involved. Why would you do that to not even have him come out and attempt to cash in? And then he's backstage here just acting like nothing happened. I'm thinking you could have at least given us a reason why you decided not to cash in. But it was like they just forgot about it. And I'm thinking... Week after week on Raw, you get you're giving us this build of oh the Miz is gonna cash in. We didn't need it, and there was no payoff. Did they just forget? I mean, I tweeted out last night. That's why nobody watches Raw. A Celtic fan replied saying, "I watch Raw." Thought you might watch Raw, but you're not getting Ben Davis here. But hey, um, Ben Davis, by the way. So Ben Davis is uh, my team, Preston North End centre back. We're in the second tier of English football. Liverpool. Liverpool are signing our centre-back. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I was in, Honestly, it took me a while to get interest. It ruined my night last night. I was like, the bastards. It's bad enough that half of my hometown team supports um, Liverpool without them stealing our players. But, hey, looks like Ben Davis is off to, um, off to Liverpool. I'm going to read out um, a few more of your comments Um on Twitter, by the way, as I say, please try and get the comments onto the YouTube chat. Um, I'm going to try and pronounce this. Apologies if I get it wrong. Alejandro Casanas. Did I get that right? Did I get that right? Um, his thoughts on the pay-per-view. He said, he's tweeted, saying, good pay-per-view, but not on the level of last year. I'd agree with that. It was good, but not on the level of last year. But it was always going to be hard to follow up that edge return last year. Uh, McIntyre was a great Rumble winner last year. Edge winning is the same old shit with part-timers. Some people do feel like that. I don't, didn't mind Edge winning. Bianca, for me, is not ready. And do not get why people say she deserved it more than Rhea. She was never the top female in NXT. That is a good point. Bianca was never... I don't think she was ever NXT Women's Champion, was she? Um, but, I don't know. They must see something. Bianca, as I say, I would have gone with Rhea. But they went with Bianca. And I do personally think that was actually um, a fine choice. If, 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 I'm, if I'm honest. Um... Right, let's get in to, let's get in to, where were we? Let's get in to the Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. 
What did everyone think of that match? I I loved it. I loved it. And I was shocked to see people saying, oh, it wasn't that good. I thought, were well, you just basing that on the end of the match? I, it was just... I'll be honest with you, after the Women's Rumble, it was, what, about 2am here, and I'm thinking, led on the set, and I was like, I'm getting tired here. So I led down, and I watched the first five minutes of the match, and I thought, am I going to go to bed here? And then... They got me. They got me. Some of the spots were crazy in this match. The build going into it was great. That video, um, half Roman, half Kevin Owens on SmackDown was great. The video package for this match was great as well. Um, but some crazy spots. They had Owens falling off the stage, which was a throwback to the um, SmackDown spot from where that put Kevin Owens out for two weeks. Corey was like, momentum is a fine thing. I'm thinking, yeah, it is. He's got back up and he's walking. Why was he out for two weeks? Um, beforehand, but yeah, so they go like into the back where it's a great like backdrop of like the stadium, um, and just some crazy spots. I mean, I, this what woke me up. I'm all falling asleep, and bang, Kevin Owens gets licked off with the uh, the golf cart. Where have I seen that before? Um, but yeah, Kevin Owens being was brutal spot. He proper him and Sammy Guevara have been took taken out by these golf carts this year. Well, in the last twelve months. He flat gets took out by it. I thought, is he going to be all right there? Um, but he's up. And I'm th- I thought he was done after that, but he gets up. Um, there's what pop-up powerbomb through the announce table. Some brutal spots. Um, what was it? The sent on through the table. Kevin Owens goes, gets the forklift up. He does a flip off that. I, I just loved it. I thought, this is brilliant. They're killing themselves for this match. It was WWE always deliver with last man standing matches. And this, this was one of the better ones. I was sat halfway through this, well, through this thinking, this could be the best WWE match of the pandemic era in the ring. Well, it wasn't in the ring, but I thought it was up there with Sasha and Bailey, to be honest. But the one thing that let him down, the handcuffs come out. And this was such a shame. I mean, Roman, he can't stand up. He's at nine, and I'm thinking... Actually, before that, I want to talk about this spot where I thought Owens was done, and he just... Because I thought he's not getting up, he's not getting up, and he rolled onto his feet off. thought that was a really good spot, but back to the Roman spot. Roman is like, he's down at nine, and I'm thinking, what's going on here? And he hits a low blow. Was it low blow to Kevin Owens, attacks the referee, and then we get this spot that's going to be talked about for years, which I'm assuming is what messed up people's view of the match. And it was Kevin Owens. Oh, no. I've still, I'm getting anxiety thinking about it. I just couldn't look because I'd hate to be in that situation. So Heyman is trying to undo the handcuffs. He's trying to undo these handcuffs. And he's not He's not undoing them. I'm thinking, oh, he's not undoing them. And I look and the ref's coming out and I'm like, why have they sent the ref out? He's not got the handcuffs off. And the ref starts counting. I was like, oh, my God, they've got a headset, surely. I can tell they can't get the handcuffs off. Surely someone could say to the ref, look, don't count. Don't start your count. We can't get the handcuffs off. One, two, three. I'm thinking, what's he doing? What are they going to do here? Four. Just stops. (laughs) Just stops. That's it. And I'm like, oh, no. If I'm Paul Heyman, and to be honest with you, how Paul Heyman just... If I'm Paul Heyman, I'd probably be like, what's going on here? And storm off or something. But that's just me, Heyman. Tries for ages. Kevin Owens is down from this low ball for what feels like an eternity. And yeah, um, awkward moment. Horrible moment. Roman just gets him into, um, I can't even think what it was. His submission move where he gets like, what? what's it called? Come on, I've had three and a half hours sleep. Somebody help me out. Get Roman gets him into his submission. R- Kevin Owens passes out and he's down for the counter. 10. Some people thought that was an anticlimactical finish. 
didn't mind it myself. It gets over this Roman Reigns finisher. It took out Drew at Survivor Series, so fair enough to take out Kevin Owens here. I was more thinking, where's Jey Uso? But, hey, Heyman helps Roman, and it, it, it was such a shame, because they had such a great match, and just, I felt sorry. I'm, if I'm Roman and KO, I'm thinking, oh... I've killed myself in this match for something so simple that could have been avoided to sort of spoil the ending. I'd be fuming. I'd be fuming if I was them, and I bet they were after this match. Um, I think Tebbs was saying to me, why couldn't they use a release um, handcuffs? But looks like maybe they'll do that next time. Um, but yeah, Roman, retain, Roman retains the title, and Kevin Owens. I'm not sure where he goes from here. Where does Kevin Owens go from here? Because it's tough, really, because where does he go? Where does he go? Does he just go into like a multi-man match at WrestleMania? Because he's really... He, some of the best work of his career has been this last month, six weeks. The whole story with his her grandparents, the tattoos. I really think if there would have been fans, Kevin Owens would have had a shot at getting himself inserted into whatever match Reigns is in at WrestleMania. bit like Michaels getting inserted in the Benoit Triple H match. bit like um, Mick Foley getting inserted in the Rock Triple H match. I'm sure there's been others. Um, Brian... But, yeah, I do think there might have been a groundswell of support for Kevin Owens um, to get inserted into that much, but we don't have that. So it's probably worked out better for WWE. Um, they can have a little bit more control. But, yeah, great match. It's probably my, it's my WWE match of the year thus far. And, yeah, I went 4.25 stars. Four and a quarter stars on this. I absolutely um, I love this match. And um, We've got a comment here. The masked unboxer. Still not sure what I thought about it, to be honest. Decent winners, but it wasn't great compared to last year. However, the Owens and Reigns match was unbelievable, apart from the botch. That is from C-Clock. Chris, that is from Chris. Yeah, Chris, I'm glad you agree with me. I love that Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns match. Not many people seem to agree with us, but I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And yeah, it was definitely the highlight of the show. Um, I know what you're saying with the, the other show. I did, I did think it was a good show, but yeah, thanks for that comment, Chris, I'm glad someone else enjoyed that Roman Reigns. I thought, last night, I thought, I've just had a cinnamon bun latte. Yeah. Has it just got to my head here? Have I missed something? What, why do people hate this match? Uh, I think on the cage match, a grapple, one of those two, it was like at 2.9 stars. And I was like, what? Am I missing something here? This is great. Um, but yeah, so I, I love that match. Um, and we've got... What we're we gonna get in to now? I'm gonna have another sip of this Coca-Cola vanilla. I'm not a professional podcaster. I'm just here to have a good time, talk about last night's pay-per-view. So, gonna have another sip of this. I wish we had the screen back on. Should we try and put the screen back on? It was good that, weren't it? Um, over the professional here. Let's get the screen back on, yeah. Oh, anyone else got any comments they want reading out about the Royal Rumble? Um, just hit me up. Hit me up. Comment. Drop your comments in. And I will get them up. Um, let's have a look. Oh, we've got another comment here. Let's get the WWE Network on so we can get that Royal Rumble background. Um, I watched this video I'll get blocked now. I bet the people on audio are like, what is going on? We've got it back up. Look, doesn't that look better? That looks miles better. I need to work out how to keep up. If anyone's got a... What TV have I got? A Toshiba. 400 quid, that TV. I was buzzing with it. 70 in 65 inch, yeah? If anyone knows how to do it or on a fire stick to keep that thing up there, it'll go again probably. Let me know. And um, we've got another comment. Claw, Carlito, Damian Priest, Kane, Hurricane, Christian, and Seth Rollins. Lots of surprises, lots of returns. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 
the men's I like the men's Royal Rumble and a lot of people you do get a lot of like lapsed fans I think anyway watching this I know all lapsed fans that watch it and they all want to see the returns they judge the Royal Rumble matches on or who returned or what big thing happened they don't sort of enjoy it like we would and say Brian and Riddle Brian and Matt Riddle grappling for five minutes and having it great um, but yeah plenty of returns in the men's Royal Rumble let me have another last sip of this Great audio, this. <laughs> um, right. Your men's Royal Rumble match for 2021 starts. Randy Orton and Edge, as revealed on uh, Backstage last night. Edge entering at number one. And he would go on to win this Royal Rumble, entering at number one. I think he's the third person to do so. Um, so those two start the fighting outside the ring. It was it was it was great. It was great. We get Sami Zayn out at number three. I knew that that was going to happen after um, his earlier comments with the New Day, and we get a great moment where Randy Orton's just like screaming, "Now oh, you want fire to Sami Zayn!" And then bam, RKO. It was a great moment. Um, but then yeah, with Edge and Edge and Orton continues to fight on the outside, and Orton is taken to the back. And I thought, well, we know what's going on here, don't we? Orton's coming back out, and maybe he's gonna win. Mm, they did a good. They did technically. They did actually um, a good job um, with that. Um, some of the other stuff going on. We get, as I say, as um, was alluded to before by Claw. We did get the return of Carlito. He was in great shape. When he won't surprise me. We got MVP last year, who came out um, in the Rumble, and look at him now. He's he was he in the Rumble this year? No, he wasn't in the Rumble, was he? But he's like a um, well, he's, he's a pretty big star now. Um, so who knows? Maybe Carlito will get... If he impressed, he might get a call back. And we'll see Carlito again. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, we get the Mustafa Ali Kofi Kingston match that does look like it might happen at WrestleMania. Hopefully they don't spunk the load and do it at Elimination Chamber or Fastlane. So there is a really long story for that match. Uh, Mustafa Ali eliminates Xavier Woods. Um, but then Big E eliminates Ali. So, yeah, that keeps the thing going with Ali and Kingston. Obviously, Kingston took Ali's spot in the Elimination Chamber two years ago, went on to headline WrestleMania, and then they're doing the whole um, Ali took Kingston's spot this year. Um, now, next, I've just got in my notes, F off Ricochet. I like Ricochet, yeah? But going back to what I was saying before about Raw not mattering, people don't need to tune into Raw because... It doesn't really matter. And this is just highlighted more by the fact that two weeks ago on Raw, Ricochet had to win to get into the Royal Rumble against AJ Styles. They had a really good match, but he lost clean as a whistle. He lost. He's out. He's not in the Royal Rumble. And he's just in. He's just in. And it's like, why? Some Someone, me, wasted 20 minutes. It was a good match, yeah, but you've given 20 minutes of your time to watch this Ricochet-AJ Styles match, for it not to matter, and Ricochet just to come out, I mean, I'm glad he was in the Rumble, but what was the point of that? It's just week-to-week booking, and it's why Raw ratings are falling drastically. I love, I really enjoy the WWE pay-per-views. SmackDown's been alright, but Raw, you can watch it in 15 minutes on YouTube. Seriously, I'm going to start doing that, seriously. But um, anyway, run over. So yeah, Ricochet shouldn't have been in this rumble if you were going to have him lose that match to AJ. Why not have him just beat AJ? But yeah, we get Kevin Owens' best friend and Damien Priest is out next. And yeah, Priest had a really good showing. He's finally been called up. He was meant to get called up um, to SmackDown a few weeks ago, but the idea was nixed um, because Roman and Kevin Owens didn't think it made any sense to have Damien Priest be Kevin Owens' friend, which it didn't. Um, 
We get Kane out. Kane out. Another return. Priest eliminates Kane. Great for Priest. Um... Priest eliminated quite a few people. I've not got... By this point in the UK, it's quarter past three in the morning. I ain't taking no notes about... I was hoping Tebs would help me out. I ain't taking no notes about who Damien Priest eliminated him. I knew everyone else has eliminated. But yeah, Priest eliminated Kane. He did get a fair few eliminations. I think he eliminated Miz and Morrison off the top of my head. Because um, I remember thinking maybe those two are going to... They're going to feud going forward. Is that the best start really going forward for Damien Priest feuding with the Miz? I don't think it is. Um, but hey, we will... Um, see, I'm um, sorry, just seeing if we've signed anyone, um, text off Danny saying have we brought anyone in, I thought maybe he was going to tell me, we get Nakamura, Nakamura won that gauntlet match, looks great, he's back to being a baby face, he goes over everyone on that gauntlet the other week, I'm thinking, people are thinking, are you going to face Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania, just gets eliminated like an absolute goon by Baron Corbin. I was like, what was the point? What was the point in that? Just get eliminated by Baron Corman, who then gets eliminated by Dominic. So Nakamura's been eliminated by someone Dominic Mysterio eliminates. Don't know why Dominic bothered. He's going to get his ass beat by Corbin for the next four weeks on SmackDown, probably. Then we get AEW legend out. The Hurricane. <laughs> the Hurricane. He, he was at All Out. Was it All Out? He was out in that reincarnation match with uh, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. Hurricane's out. Um... God knows, he's gone. And then we get probably the big moment, the big like, oh, as if he's back. Christian, Christian apparently is cleared. Looks like he must be, he must be cleared after the uh, the things that he did in the match last night. I mean, he obviously made his return in the match with Randy Orton last June. Was it last June? But they protected that where they didn't really do anything. They just punted him and took him out. So you thought he's not been cleared. But since then, um, hopefully we get like a Chronicles or a documentary on the network Christian looks like he's back, and he looked he looked in incredible shape. He looked in better shape than even Edge, and Edge looked in really good shape. Um, but yeah, Edge, Christian, the moment of the night, the hug in the ring, and it was just like, yeah, this is great. This is great. Um, yeah, Edge and Christian there. And then Matt Riddle comes in. He wants a hug. I listened. I was coming back from Rotherham on New Year's Day 2019, and I was listening. I remember this. I was listening to the Edge and Christian podcast with Matt Riddle as the guest. And if you'd have told me three, two years later, all three of them would have been in the Rumble together, I'd have been like, what? How has that happened? But hey, it has, it has. So we've had Brian, whose career's over, is in the Rumble. Edge's career was over, is in the Rumble. Christian's career is over, is in the Rumble. I don't know what this doctor at WWE is doing. Maybe Paige will be back next year, hopefully. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, it was good to see. I mean, Brian was great in this Rumble as well. Um, we get Edge spearing AJ. Luckily, AJ didn't die after the spear this year. We get Rey Mysterio out promoting some victory beer or something. Really weird moment there. Um, we get AJ and Omos eliminate Big E, eliminate Rey. I wouldn't mind seeing AJ take on either Big E or Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. Um, we get some great spots with Daniel Bryan and Matt Riddle. Those two, I need to see that match. Fuck storylines. Fuck the brand split. I'm allowed to swear. Whatever. Brian Riddle, WrestleMania. I don't need a reason. Give it us. If you're not giving us Goldberg versus Riddle, please give us Goldberg versus Riddle. Give us Daniel Bryan versus Matt Riddle at WrestleMania. It's what we all want to see. And if not, I still want to see Goldberg versus Riddle. But who knows? Who knows? Goldberg. Who's Goldberg going to face? I thought maybe he was going to face Cena, but the news at the start of the show, Cena's not on WrestleMania. So who is Bill Goldberg? going to face at Wrestlemania, they're going to need, without Cena, Goldberg's going to be on that show, so who does he wrestle, he's not going to be wrestling Roman, 
you wouldn't think. Maybe the ooh, maybe they could wrestle. He could wrestle Roman, um, but if not, just give us give us Riddle versus Goldberg. Come on, Bill. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll see Goldberg versus um, Roman. But I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Edge. So we get Seth Rollins out at 29. I thought oh, nice little return there. And I thought he was going to be number 30. If I missed here, it's Braun Strowman again at number 30. Why? No, the number 30... At least had Rollins be number 30. It was somewhat of a return. Strowman was just a bit of a disappointment. He came out on Friday. I didn't even know he'd been gone, really. Um, but, yeah, it was a bit of an anti-climax. Um, we've got, like... We have Rollins comes out. He eliminates Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is never going to win the Royal Rumble. It's just not going to happen, is it? Um, I didn't really want it to happen that in front of fans, but Rollins eliminates Riddle. Rollins, Rollins Smackdown in, so he won't be facing Riddle. But yeah, so Rollins eliminates Brian, eliminates Riddle. And we're left with Edge, Orton, Strowman, Christian, and Rollins. Um, I think Orton and Rollins work together to eliminate Strowman and Christian, maybe. And we're left with Edge and Seth Rollins. Edge and Seth Rollins, final two in the Rumble, I'm thinking. All those years ago, where Rollins was feuding with Cena, and he had Edge's head over the briefcase ready to do the curb stomp. Edge dumps Seth Rollins over the top rope. Edge wins the Rumble in my head. I'm thinking Randy's coming out. RKO. Randy's going to win the Rumble and screw you. We're going to get the build to Mania. RKO is hit. He gets him ready to throw him over the top rope. And Edge reverses it, which I did not see coming in. Edge is your 2021 Royal Rumble winner. And I thought this was done great. It was done great. It was edge of your seat stuff. I would have... No pun intended. Edge of the seat stuff. And I think the live crowd, if they'd have been one, would have ate this up and would have been going crazy. So that just says it was the right thing to do. Edge wins the Royal Rumble. And is that it? Is that his moment? Is that his thing with Orton over? Maybe they could do it at Elimination Chamber at Fastlane. He came back. He cost Orton. Well, he stopped Orton from winning the Royal Rumble. He won it himself. Got his revenge on Orton. What more is there to do? Watch this, they'll probably face at WrestleMania. But for me, that they could easily just surpass that. But maybe have what what I think they'll do is possibly do Edge v Orton at Elimination Chamber Fast Lane and have the Fiend come out, attack Orton or whatever. Edge gets Edge gets the win. Fiend comes out, attacks Orton after the match. We go for Fiend Orton at Mania. Edge has done his feud with Orton, and he can then say who he's going to face at Mania. Um, so yeah, the show goes off air with Edge. In the ring, on his knees, fireworks flying everywhere. It was a great, great way to end the show. So yeah, that was it. That was the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. A good show. A good show. I wouldn't say it was very good. I wouldn't say it was great. I wouldn't say it was one of the best Rumbles ever, but it was really, really good, and I enjoyed it um, on the whole. Um, so where do we go? Where do we go? I know where I'm going to go. I'm going to have another sip of this vanilla Coke, but... Ah... Where do we go? I'm going to talk about the um, the WrestleMania card. Um, what I think that it's going to look like after this Royal Rumble pay-per-view. I mean, for me, I have said I have said that I do want to see... It. Roman Edge, for me, is undoubtedly the way we need to go um, for WrestleMania. Now, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, we don't need to see that. We don't need to see it. Now, for me, a lot of people are saying Drew versus Edge, but... The problem you've got with Drew versus Edge. Are they really going to have a babyface versus a babyface? I think you sort of like like ruin the point of it. Because if you do babyface versus babyface, right? 
there's, there's fans in this building. Let's forget this. There's fans in this building, yeah? So you do Drew versus Edge. The crowd are not going to know who to cheer for. You're probably going to end up with Drew, the guy that you've wanted to get over as your top babyface, booed. I can imagine the fans siding with Edge, yeah? So if you do Drew versus Edge, you're not going to turn either of them heel before the match. You're not going to do that, yeah? That'd be stupid if you did. So Drew is going to go out there and what? He's going to get He's going to get booed. He's going to get booed. They're going to side with Edge. Why would you do that? WrestleMania needs to be Drew McIntyre on one of the nights. Last year, it was supposed to be his crowning moment. He's at Raymond James Stadium, raising the belt as Mania goes off there. Loads of fireworks. He's your new top babyface, yeah? A year later, we can actually do this. So it needs to happen. McIntyre needs to end WrestleMania with a title held high. Fireworks going off as the crowd cheer, yeah? And it doesn't need to be against Edge. I mean, and maybe they do it against Sheamus. It's not going to be Edge versus Drew. I can't see it. Edge. Edge needs to have his big triumphant moment. On the other hand, Edge can have his big moment. He returns at WrestleMania, yeah? It Great. Big pop from the crowd. He's back in the main event of WrestleMania. He doesn't even need to win the title. He can face Roman. If you know I mean? Roman can beat Edge at Mania. That's fine. It was more about Edge getting back at WrestleMania in front of fans. So you've got the moment of Edge's big return at Mania. Bear in mind, the match against Orton last year was not for the title. Yeah? So what got took away from Edge last year was his big return at WrestleMania in front of fans. And you can give that to him this year. He doesn't need to win the title. He can have his big return in front of fans at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns, yeah? Great. Edge has got everything that he lost back from last year due to the pandemic. Everything that was taken away from him, he's got back. He's got his moment in front of the fans. Great. We've got the Edge bit done. He doesn't have to beat Roman. Drew, on the other hand, he was supposed to win the title against Brock last year and end Mania, fireworks going off. So he can get his moment back by beating someone at Mania in the main event to big cheers from the crowd. You just need to find someone's face true who is going to get booed. That's what you need to do. Just, who is it? I don't know who they go with, but for me, they don't do Drew versus Edge. Edge v Roman is what I think will happen. Maybe it won't. Maybe Roman Goldberg. I do think Edge Roman is the way to go. But for Drew, part of me is just saying, are they going to do Drew versus The Fiend? Like, they've kept The Fiend away from Drew since he's been on Raw since October. They teased that triple threat and didn't do it. Maybe we're going to get Drew versus Orton versus The Fiend triple threat and Mania. Wouldn't surprise me at all, but Drew needs to win his match at Mania and get a big moment. And so Goldberg, who does Goldberg face? Maybe Roman, hopefully Riddle. I mean, other things that was teased on the show. Maybe Seth Rollins against Daniel Bryan. Rollins eliminated Bryan, cost him his big WrestleMania moment. So Bryan could come out and say, look, you cost me my moment, so I want another moment against you. Maybe they'll do it at Fastlane. But Bryan Rollins would be a fine Mania match. We're going to get Sasha v. Bianca, I would think. Charlotte, who's Charlotte going to face? I'm going to go with either Lacey Evans or hopefully Rhea Ripley. It should be Rhea Ripley. And then you need... Who are the big names going to be? You need... Some big names to draw 50,000 fans over two days. I mean, there's been talk of a Triple H-AJ Styles match. That'd be fine. AJ wants to work Triple H. I think Triple H knows that AJ would get a good match at him at this stage of his career. So it would not surprise me to see Triple H versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Who are your other big names you can bring back? Cena's out. You're not going to have The Rock. Ronda doesn't look like she's going to come back. But maybe with Cena being out, maybe they will bring Ronda back for this. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't think Becky 
might be a bit too soon, but maybe, maybe you don't know. Um, but Undertaker, is Undertaker coming back? We'll see. There's loads of exciting things to come on the road to WrestleMania. It's going to be an exciting 10 weeks. I always love this time of year. No matter how bad the WWE product week to week can be throughout the year, the most exciting part of it is Royal Rumble to Mania. You're talking about what's going to be what matches. We've got two days of shows. That weekend on April the 10th is going to be absolutely great. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And this Royal Rumble show definitely made me even more excited. Um, so, yeah, good show. I'm going to go to some of your comments on Twitter um, to wrap up this podcast. Um, so, let's go over to Twitter. Um, we've got APJ... Vaswani, did I get that right? He says, it was a good show considering the COVID situation. Two things which I didn't like though. First, that they should have kept Edge and Strowman's entry as a surprise as they were not so much of a surprise entrance. I can see why they advertised Edge um, if they were going one and two. He needed to cut that promo about why. He needed to get that promo in for me of why winning and going to WrestleMania to fight for the title he never lost was important before winning the Rumble. So I do think I can see why they did that looking back. Strowman, yeah, they should have kept that as a surprise. Um, and second, why Keith Lee was absent. He was the initial favourite to win this match. I didn't know he was the favourite. But um, if you haven't heard, Mia Yim, who is um, partner of Keith Lee, unfortunately, um, has COVID. So I'm assuming Keith Lee um, was unable to be on the show due to reasons like that. Ash Brown. Supports a proper football club. Um, oh, we, we've lost Ben Davis, haven't we, by the looks of it? But yeah, Ash says, good to very good in parts. Women's Royal Rumble was the highlight. Made a star in Bel Air. Yeah, definitely made a star in Bel Air. Thank Christ, Drew won. Last man didn't do much for me. Honestly, that's where we differ. I loved that last man standing match. Um, men's Rumble had less small storyline as was happening. And honestly, might be a hot take, but Edge winning does nothing for me. I have heard some comments that I personally I was happy with it. We're disagreeing on a few things here, but I've Edge I liked Edge winning and yeah, I, there wasn't really no other obvious choices to win the Royal Rumble for me. Um I didn't maybe Brian, maybe Brian, you could have said. Um but yeah, we've got thanks for that comment, Ash. We've got um Juan Lopez. He says I thought it was really good, but I would have liked to have seen more surprises in the men's rumble. Where was Keith Lee? We've just said where Keith Lee was. Um, but I saw him, the first time I saw him and Adam Cole, he's been one of my favourites. Yes, we've said why Keith Lee couldn't be in the match, but there was a few surprises. Someone um, tweeted before that there was a few, Kane, Carlito, but yeah, maybe COVID played an effect into what surprises they could get. Um, Jeff Banks said, excellent from start to finish, in my opinion. Bianca winning was the best moment for me. Yeah, that was a great moment on the show. So yeah, from that, this is probably been the longest live stream that I've done. What what have we gone here? What have we gone? We've gone an hour and six minutes. Whew, I'm exhausted. Three and a half hours sleep during an hour and six minutes. Not easy in any setting. So yeah, I'm going to wrap up. Um, Yeah, that was your Royal Rumble review, recap and results show. Whew, I'm out of breath. But yeah, good pay-per-view and the road to WrestleMania starts here. Um, Raw tonight, we'll be talking about that on the podcast on Thursday, as well as Beach Break. Um, so, hey, I knew it wouldn't last the full show, I knew it. That means it's time to go, it's time to go. I'll be back on Thursday to talk about Beach Break, to talk about the fallout from tonight's Monday Night Raw. I want to say thanks for everyone for listening on Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Twitch. Trying to get the Twitch channel going, but I'm struggling with that. If anyone can help me with the Twitch channel, give me a shout. If anyone who's listening wants to come on the show, 
DMs are always open on Twitter. Um, but yeah, if you can like the video, subscribe. Um, I want to keep the show going. I enjoyed doing this review podcast. And I will be back, as I said, on Thursday to talk about Beach Break and Monday Night Raw. Thanks for listening, everyone. Booker T is going to play you out if you're on audio. See you on Thursday, 5 p.m. That's 12 um, Eastern dinner time in um, New York or wherever Eastern is. And um, it is 9 o'clock Central. I did well without botching anything this far. But yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm going to edit that bit out of the audio. um, And I will see you on Thursday. See you later, everyone. Are we on? Bailar la pelúa, es que no baile que lo despelucan. Hijo de puta, no me cuquen. Lean los números pa' que se eduquen. Yo no hago canciones, hago himnos pa' que no caducan. En este género yo fui un jaducan. Ey, y se extinguieron como los dinosaurios. Antes que me apague, se apaga el sol. Subimos y rompimos el ascensor. El prepa que les tiro va al basol. Maldito conejo, ahora lo miro de arriba y de lejos. Ey. No contesto DM, no Hablen con mi manejo, pero Él también va a pichar Te juro que yo no me quise embichar Ey, le metí hasta mi crush Shh, Ya me aburraste chichar Y así soy mil y sin usar Richard Yankee se retira y vamos a switchar Voy a ser el jefe, me van a fichar Mi nombre por siempre se me escucha Porque estoy en mi pick Estoy en mi pick Soy un rey, campeón Busca el ti Le molesta mi premio de compositor Pero es que ya nadie compone Ninguna esta gente escribe en sus canciones Eso no se emocionen El disco más vendido de este puto año Lo llevé pa' la escuela Todo el mundo tratando de hacerle secuela Siguen en la fila, nadie se me cuela Chequi Morena, Chequi Chequi Morena, eh Baboni se llevó todos los premios Y el cabrón ni fue Ustedes pagando pa' irse virales Yo pegando temas sin hacerle promo La gente se pregunta cómo Desde chamaquito sabes cómo somos Nunca pido tenki Yo soy Coco, ustedes baking Busca el T tirándome un breaking Estoy en mi pick, cabrón Y voy a seguir en mi pick, cabrón ey. Soy un rey, campeón Busca el T, ey Estoy en mi pick, ey Y voy a seguir en mi pick, ey, ey. Mírame, que tú qué, que tú qué Nah, nah, cabrón, tú eres feca Can you dig it, Frontier, la de Ripi, cabrón, pa' que ya que estoy...